say yo. That's I'm strapped in. You feel me? Uh, what's this? Episode three? Mm-hmm. We're not even that deep, and I'm forgetting what episode we on. What am I doing? I say yo, look. You feel me? This is Maya. You feel me? Or Sam? Or Samuel, the prophet of God? Jesus. Or uh, God is your servant. This is episode three of Lessons from the Seven. Here with me, we have. I said yes, sir. <laughs> I am grateful for everything I have, everything I know, and everything I am. We ask for your name, man. Boy. What's your name, bro? What is your name? I am in the building. This is Bisaya. This is me. This is him. This is Danny. This is Slam. How are y'all doing? All right, all right, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My name is Wasu. <laughs> This is, this is views. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, welcome to another episode of Lessons from the Seven. Um, we are going to... I don't even know. I feel like... Actually, you know, before we even get into anything, how was y'all weekend? How was y'all day? I know we just launched. How y'all feeling? Um, I'm thinking you talking. I'll go. You feel me? I'll go first. Yo, I thought you was talking to the people. I'm going to say, nigga, who? Like, what? I am dying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am. Yo, bro, this guy is crazy. But, um, yeah, my my week, it's been, it's been pretty cool, man. Like, I ain't going to lie. The energy that I had last week, it's still kind of there. But it's just a lot of things that have been going on, a lot of un- unveiling that has been happening, and a lot of digging deep that I need to that I need to be doing because there's still a lot of stuff that I'm going through, still a lot of stuff that I'm dealing with that we gotta overcome. But God. But God, but God. Mm. Yeah, so that's me. Yeah. Sammy, Sammy, how you feeling? Uh I say I'm feeling a little bit motivated. You hear me? Um I'm actually doing this fast right now. Um with a bunch of amazing, beautiful people and um it's been blessing me, truly been blessing me. Pushing me uh, to boundaries, I didn't really know I I, I had. Um, so I'm I'm grateful for that community. Yeah. Uh, I feel like overall I'm I'm starting to really. I had a conversation with one of my uh, cousins last week. Yeah. My son was talking to me on the phone like we, and then it was it was just a great conversation. Um, so it kind of like motivated me for the rest of the year, honestly. So um, yeah, it was dope. It was dope. So I, I'm I'm in a I'm in a real good space right now. By the grace of God, it's, it's God that's doing it though. So we thank God. Cool, cool, cool. That's that's Matt. That's fire, bro. Um, I'm also in a good space right now. Uh, just uh, last Thursday, uh, right after, right before we recorded our first episode, the last episode, I had an interview. I think I told you guys about the job interview. You know, um, for those of you guys listening, uh, it was it's 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 uh, it's quite a long story. I'm not really gonna delve delve do. T- Why am I stuttering? I'm not really gonna delve too deeply into it, but just know. You know, God is a, he's a faithful God. And if you ever have a plan for your life, it's good to have plans, but don't try to put a timeline to it because God's time is different from your time, <laughs> but have plans. So you have some sort of structure for yourself and, you know, God's going to work with whatever you want to, you know, whatever you plan on doing with yourself. But the interview went really well. Um, just waiting on the next steps, waiting on um, the manager for the department that I'm going to be working for to get back get back to me either by tomorrow or Wednesday. And uh, yeah, sooner or later, you're, soon, very, very soon, you guys are going to be talking to a full-time, a full-time employee for an actual company, man. Your boy got a jobby job. There's no money in the building, you hear me? Jobby no money on the way. Yeah, so I'm, I'm Bro, the road to ten figures, baby. We in the building, baby. You feel me? You feel me? Uh, so, so I'll be working as a working as an analyst, uh, digital marketing analyst, in addition to the full fledged photography business that I got going on. So yeah, God's doing some real good things, and like I said, I told you guys I was going to keep you all updated, and yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty huge. Um, love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we we thank God. We thank God. So last time we was talking. Wait, 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 my bad. You know how we got to start the conversation. Okay, okay, okay. I got to do it. You feel me? I'm going to bless y'all with another Bible verse. And today we talking about Psalm 91, verse 1, which says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. 
My God. Thank you, Pastor Fisaya. I always, I, I, I apologize for not <laughs> remembering that. You're forgiven. You feel me? Uh, but yeah, last last time we we were we were on the pod, we were talking about lust. We got we got we got into it. We tried not to. I think in our minds we were thinking, let's not go too deep, you know, and not become a little too redundant. But I think we did a really good job, just based on the responses that we've gotten so far. It was really really good. Um, they were all really really positive. Uh, but the last thing that I remember Danny was saying that I said we were going to pick up on was, you know, Danny, you want to actually say it yourself, like. <laughs> I'll repeat, oh, I'll repeat it. I'll okay. repeat it. Um, what I said was, is that I want my wife to know everything about me. Like, I don't see the point in hiding certain things. I don't see the point in not being extremely transparent and having her really come into my life and knowing what is going on. Like, I want her to be able to walk into the room and know how I'm feeling. That is the type of transparency that I want inside of my household. Okay. Okay. Thank you for uh, expounding on that. But why, 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 why that decision to be so open? Why, why, why? And this is obviously your own personal opinion, but just why is that decision? So I feel like being open like that, it brings in uh, atmosphere of just everybody's, everybody's comfortable. I don't, I don't never want any type of animosity. I want, if there's a problem and there's something that you want to talk about, or there's something that's heavy on your heart, like, yo, I am here. This is, this is the reason why I'm here. I'm here to help you fight your battles. You're not going to do it on your own. So if it, I want to be there during your bad moments, during your good moments, during your, uh, I guess, okay moments, like for everything. And I want to be able to really understand how to turn those bad moments into good moments and turn those good moments into better moments. You feel me? So it's like, I want to... I just want to be able to know the person that I'm with a hundred percent. I want, I want to know you. I want to know what makes you tick. I want to, I want to know what makes you shut down. So. Okay. okay. I want to know your name, man. I want to know what you're talking about. I want to know. <laughs> Yo, you feel me? Hey, I think that's dope. I think that's beautiful, honestly, because I, I do agree with wanting my wife to know me completely. Like the, the thought of her being able to know my mood as soon as she walked into the room. She ain't been in the room all day, but as soon as she walked in, you feel me, she know what's going on because she know me to that extent. I think that's that's the desire that I have for my marriage. Um, yeah, if her to just know me inside out. But, shout out to G's too. That's, you got an song on inside out. But, um, you said something though that I think you for me was a little shaky. Now, I mean, I don't want to call, I don't want to call it shaky. I don't know. This is I'm going to call it shaky. Yeah, because you said that, <laughs> God for, first of all, God forbid, that you in your marriage and you start to, you feel me, you see a shorty, and you're like, dang, shorty, all right, and you, de- and you start to develop a, a, a little extra than this, oh, she all right. You think you should tell her, tell your wife, like, yo, I think, I think shorty is fire. Like, how would you even? Like, <laughs> right, how does so, that play out? <laughs> how do you even do that? All right, hold on. So now that you, you put it like that, you feel me? In the first episode that we put out, I said that I got some extreme, I got some extreme thought processes. Yeah. Some of the things I say might not make sense. So we're going we're going, we're going to step back a little bit. You feel okay, me? Okay, here we go. We're going to step back a little bit. Okay. And the way I will present it won't be as, as like, oh, yo, I think shorty fire. It's just, I just feel like, all right, I need to talk to somebody about it. Word. Okay. Okay. It might not, it might not be her because. So you backtrack it. That's okay to backtrack, brother. It's all right. As long as you make it sit. <laughs> because my thing is like, all right, let, let's be serious. Let's be serious here. You feel know I me? Mean? If you got one of them jobs that don't play, bro. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> I dare you to tell her she gonna whoop you, bro. Right? It's gonna be, be over for that. Ass. Word. There you go. All right, word. So, so all right. So my thing is that all right, but you you need to have somebody that you can talk to about that word, situation word, word. for sure. That's why you got your boys. That's yeah. facts. That's facts. That's facts. My thing is like leaving that inside and not discussing it, bro, and just having those thoughts in there. But it's not. It's not good. It's not good. And. The more you dwell on it, the the more likely you're gonna act towards them. Mm. So mm. my thing is, okay, yeah, I might not be as extreme, but oh, yo, like talking to my wife, like yo, show over there, bad. Like I probably won't. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna come like that. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like before I was, I don't, I don't know where that came from, but I said it. I know I said it. It's recorded. You feel me? But yeah. it's just the fact that that approach might be a little bit too extreme. Mm-hmm. I feel like the best way to go about it is to really find people that find people that won't lead you down the wrong path yeah. and talk to them about the issue. Bring it up to them. Be like, bro, like I'm battling with this. I need help. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, first of all, I appreciate you for being a man and taking taking a bit of what you said back. Okay. Um, saying that, you know, maybe it was a little extreme. <laughs> thank you for thank you for your little heart check that you just had. <laughs> and God bless you, Sammy, for being right. the first one to challenge him too. <laughs> but uh, I do also see I do also see how maybe in some rare instances it might be okay, right? Um, let's say, for instance, you you and your girl like are open enough to that level where. She tells you if there's a guy at work that she might be attracted to or there's a guy that she sees often that she might be attracted to. Okay. Would you want to know that or not? She better not tell me <laughs> nothing like that, bro. I'm, I'm going to be an employee at that job after that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to work at that job with her. We're going to have the same job after that. What you mean this is your job that you like? What Would are y'all you? doing? What are y'all doing at work that made you like this nigga? Oh, I'm going to get tight on this job. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, hold on. So my thing is, is like the only reason I would have to be able to trust her friends. Mm. And I feel like well, us doesn't work with her friends. But that's the thing, bro. Like her friends, bro, you are who you who you are with. Okay. Like your friends, friends, bro. Like that the company you keep is who you eventually become. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, I know with us, I know our group. We don't sugarcoat, you feel me? Mm-hmm. If somebody's doing something dumb or if you're not supposed to be doing something, we're going to let you know. Mm-hmm. So I got to make sure that your friend group is the same way. Because if I know that your friend group is the same way and the people that you're going to about about whatever issue is going to tell you something smart, then I'm okay. And you're okay, yeah. But if I know that you got some friends that are on some, just not that intelligent, you feel me? If, if, like if it gets to that point, then it's like okay, bro. Like now, now I want to know everything. I, I need to know everything because like, I don't. Because when you're talking to them, because like I said, bro, like you tell your friends everything. Like you, like bro, y'all know everything. You feel me? So it's like when you're talking to your friends, it's like I, I gotta make, I gotta know that the people that you're talking to is giving you valid advice. So that's the only, the only way that I would want to know is if your friend group, I can't trust them. Okay. All right. So, all right. So we're going to, we're going to get back to that. Cause that's actually a very, very good point. It's like, mm-hmm. show me your friends and I'll know who you are. Right. That's- but I guess, okay. So let's just a land where I was, where I was going at when I was saying what I said earlier, is it okay? Like, do you feel more comfortable or do you feel that you need to tell your, your girl if she's telling you about some guy that she's attracted to or that, all, that all, she might've seen? Bro, I think this is actually, tough because i think this is kind of i don't know if it's going to kind of go like this might be going like past your question but i'm gonna come back to it though but my thing is like although i may not tell her at the start i would want to tell her after right because i don't want my wife to like i don't my perspective of it i don't want it to be a thing that my wife doesn't know about me all right so maybe i'm not going to tell her in the beginning because, you know, that's just insane. Like, <laughs> that's just that's just insane to me. So I probably wouldn't tell her in the beginning. But once it's, like, handled, first of all, I'm not even, this is not, first of all, this don't go for me. I'm going to just, just use some other because that's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to put myself in a, in a situation where I can even begin to like somebody else when I'm married. That's not going to happen. But for you people who may have that experience, I think that what you should do is... Wait until it's handled before you tell your, your your shorty. I don't think your girl's gonna help you go do that. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that. I don't think. Hey, babe, let's handle this. What? That's not how that's gonna go, bro. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some woman out there in the world that can, you know, peacefully handle that situation. I haven't come across any of them, but you know, it's funny because I actually agree with you. I feel like sometimes I need to um, I need to step back into reality, bro. Like, I need to stop living in my head and understand, like, bro, life is real. <laughs> because, <laughs> because a lot of the stuff that I be thinking, bro, is like, okay, 
I'm, I might make it. I might try to make it make sense in my head, bro. But anytime I say it to other people, they be looking at me like, bro, like, what are you on? Yeah, like, what are you on? I'm not mad at that though, cause that's why. That's why I think I, I put so much weight on getting married. Cause to me, marriage is like a different world. This is this is this is gonna go to something else. So, so we don't gotta get too deep into this. Yeah. But to me, marriage is like a different world. So my ex, my expectation of marriage is like, you know, it, it's gonna take somebody that God really chose for me. Like, yo, hey, you gotta get with Shorty, or you for me, it's not gonna work. But to answer your question, I think I don't even know, bro. Cause I, I think I'm I don't wanna say I'm like, excuse me. I think I'm like a um I don't know what the word is. Maybe like an overprotective. Or, I don't know. I know naturally, not naturally, God forbid, that's natural. But I know now I have commitment issues, right? So just speaking of all myself now, if my girl, if, even if I had like a girlfriend now, she, if she was to tell me, yeah, she, she's like starting like somebody else, automatically a word, hey, bro, I'm out. And wow. not even on some like, not even on some like, um, like, oh, yeah, you're going to leave. Cause it's, it's just for me, it's just like, I already have like issues, quote unquote. With committing, and now you trying to tell me that it's somebody else that you're finna be doing. So, to me, it's like, all right, word, do your thing, Sammy, and I'm gonna do my thing. This is extra though, we don't gotta talk about this because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dog, if my girl was to tell me that, my perspective and my mindset is like, oh, yo, this girl, like. Well, this is just like my my girlfriend, but like I saw, I don't know. Marriage is different for me. I think marriage is a it's a it's a stronger thing. I think a marriage marriage is the only time for me. I'm willing to I'm willing to look. No, that's that would be a lot. But I think when I get into like a serious situation again, I think I'd be willing to like go all the way. Like in, in a sense of even if I look dumb, like even if oh this nigga tripping, like why he still with her, like that type of thing. So for me, it's like yeah, I will feel like dang, you really like. You like this nigga too? Like, how you going? You feel me? So for me, it'll just be like, all right, maybe let me step back. But I know once I get married, it's like a thing. Like, there is no stepping back. Like, you either gonna have to quit this job, or, <laughs> or I'm saying y'all gotta do something. Like, y'all gonna have you gonna have to get switched to another building for me, because that thing is just like, I don't know. I, I I like I I was I was actually I was ready to disagree, but then when you kept on going, I I realized what you meant. All right, so. And, I, and I've always been, like, uh, an advocate for this. If you are in a relationship and you have not yet committed to marrying that woman, as in the ring is not on the finger, y'all ain't said no vows, none of that, you can exit, right? It's, I, I'm sorry. If, if for some, people, some people might hear this and be like, what is he talking about? But hear me out. You guys have not committed to being together for the rest of your, of your lives just yet. Even though you might have two years, three years, ten years under the belt, it doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean anything until you guys have committed to being married to each other. Until you guys are actually married, right? Until you have fully committed, to, un, unless you have actually committed to marriage, like unless you have actually married someone, you have it's up to your up to up to your discretion as to whether or not you want to leave, whether or not you want to handle something, whether or not you can take care of something. Because the alternative to that is your lack your inability to handle someone your spouse just being simply attracted to someone is going to lead you to act out in different ways Word. like your immaturity is going to start shining oh oh, God, oh you find this you find this shorty you find this person attractive i i'm gonna go yeah and now there's a there's a there's a path of self-destruction that not only affects you but it also affects the person that you're with so that's what I was trying to say with that. Like, if there's ever something that comes up that you know you just cannot, you simply cannot handle, and she's not willing to change, or he's not willing to change or uh, deal with it in a way that's going to be beneficial for the both of you guys, and you're not married yet, bruh, by all means, be out. <laughs> just get out of there. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, it's crazy that, like, you put it that way. <clears throat> because... I never thought about it like that. <laughs> Honestly, but if you don't have, like, you're free to go. If you haven't committed to marry to marrying anybody, you are free to do whatever you want. And I know, I remember I was talking to Yinka about this, 
And she was saying how when you really think about it biblically in the Bible, they don't have anything about being boyfriend and girlfriend or anything like that. Yeah, I'm they're right into it. it. <laughs> they, it's like they they get right into it. And my thing is, all right, for like the whole, I guess, dating phase or whatever, like all that, is really just to get to know who you are as a person and like to really get to the point where you understand what you will accept and what you just won't accept. And then once you and then once you actually put that put that ring on the finger, you feel me? That is when, bro. There's you're not sorry. Like there's there's, no, there's nothing you can do at that point. Like and and for me, bro, I don't even think about divorce. I don't even think about it. Once I get down on, if I get down on the knee for any, it's over. Point blank. Period. Uh, the, the only the only thing though is that. You know, even with marriage, because I think um, we have this idea that when you marry somebody, they're responsible for everything, right? They're responsible for your happiness. They're responsible for this. They're responsible for that. I just think that we put, I think sometimes we put a lot of pressure on the person that we're going to marry without even, before we even get to that stage in our life. And then when we get there, it's just like, either it's a letdown or you're overbearing or, you know, they got to try to overcompensate for something that you're lacking. It's just like, it's a lot. I feel like that happens when you don't really know yourself or you don't understand yourself. Mm. Because my thing is how I see life. N nobody should be able to control your emotions. Nobody should be able to control your happiness or any anything like that. Mm. Is that you, you should be able to take control of that. And other people that come into your life, they're there just to amplify it. Mm -hmm. And once you get to that point where you're 100 percent okay with yourself, like you'll 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 be cool accepting other people's flaws. You'll be cool knowing that, like, yo, even though this person doesn't do some of the things that I want them to do, like I appreciate this person for who they are. I don't really care about none of that other stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like I just, me personally, I feel like. If I'm happy, if I'm 100% happy, can't nobody, can't nobody steal my joy, you feel me? So once you get to that point, is life becomes easier. Making decisions become easier because it's like at the end of the day, you you know with whatever decision that you're going to make in life, you're going to be happy. So you just got to get to that point where you have that internal happiness. Because once that happens, come on, bro. Can't tell nobody take it. Can't nobody add to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think putting the responsibility of my happiness is based on my um, wife. Like she's supposed to. Act, I should be able to be a hundred percent happy without her. And having her now takes me to two hundred percent. If she's gone, or if I mean, then boom, I'm at, I'm still at a hundred. I'm still good. But it's like having her adds on. It doesn't. I don't want to say it doesn't completely. It it it, it makes me better. You know. Um, so like I'm good, dolo. But if when you get here, now I'm super, super good. You feel me? So I think that's that's really my, that's really how I feel about that. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's real good, yo. That's real good. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I appreciate you guys, man. I love y'all, man. For real, for real. Love you too, gangster. All right. Um, all right. So now we're just gonna pivot real quick and get back into the book. So uh, we went into chapter two of the book, and chapter two. Uh, chapter two talks about accepting a dog, and uh, this this was a little bit this was a little controversial. I'm not gonna lie to you. As soon as you yeah. read the first couple of lines, <laughs> that boy Devin was bugging out in this joint. <laughs> oh uh, man, let's, let's get into it, baby. Let's, let's 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 get into that, Sammy. What you uh? Because I could already see on your face. I don't really know how I feel about what my man was saying, bro. For me, son says something about how. Feeling the urges, damn, I don't want to. I don't want to quote it wrong. Feeling the urges relinquishes their power, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hold on, bro. How? Because to me, if I'm feeling the thing, for me, this is the power is being used. Like the power of this thing is being used now when I'm feeling it. And I'm not trying to say, oh, don't feel it or ignore it, ignore the feeling of lust or like try to, you know, go around it. But I'm not jacking for youngest to, like, I'm not, hey, feel this, feel this. Like, you got to, like, no, because I feel like for me, that's a thing, like, it's a, it's almost like a trap. It's like telling somebody, hey, in order for you to, you know, make it through the woods, you got to get your legs stuck in a trap for you to get, to, like, no. If there's a way I can get around this, 
Let me let me go that way. I don't want to. I don't want to land in the trap. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to have to feel this in order to get that. I think with lust, it's a bit different though, because it is a thing that is almost like guaranteed that everybody's going to deal with. So it's kind of like a thing. Well, yeah, you gotta you gotta deal with it. But I think to say that you have to feel it in order for the power to be relinquished, I don't think that's I don't think that's how it goes at all. I think it's excuse me. I think maybe he was trying to say like. In order for me to understand how to fight it, I, I have to feel it, right? Because in order for me to know, like I said back with the, the uh, like analogy with the woods, in, in order for me to know how to get out of a trap in the woods, I have to now be trapped at one point. If I never, if I never face a trap, there's no way I'm going to know how to get out of a trap. So it's like, if I get into a trap, if I feel a thing, okay, boom, now I know how to double back. And like, next time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buckle down and make sure I don't feel this thing. So I, I'm not sure if, if that's where he was going with that. But for me, I think that's the way to like express that. You for me, if I feel like, if I if I feel like, um, you know, I I have to feel this thing. The reasoning for it would be next time, and hey, we gonna we gonna we gonna whoop this nigga. You for me, like he not gonna be able to. We not gonna be able to feel this again because we are gonna deal with it this time, or the, or we'll feel it this time. Like maybe we'll, we'll stumble, whatever the case is. But now that I know, okay, this this how I join feel, bet. When I come back around here, we gonna I'm saying we gonna handle this nigga. You know what I'm saying when we spin the block, mm. you feel know I me? Mean? Come out, we gonna we gonna handle this drink correctly. So maybe that's what someone's talking about. If, if that's what it was, then I you feel me? I apologize for saying he was saying nonsense, but just the the the, the phrase feeling the urges relinquishes the power kind of threw me off at first. So what I think about this, I feel as if that I think that there's some facts behind this. All right. And me and Wasu have talked about this issue before in the past. And one thing that I'm starting to learn about it is that, okay, feel the urge, but know your limits. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so feel the urge, but know your limits, bro. Because I'm trying to tell you, bro, me, myself, so I went through a phase where I'm like, yo, I got to feel this. I got to da 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 and, bro, you don't understand, while I'm feeling it, it's like, okay, I'm feeling it, I'm understanding it, but I'm not, I'm, I don't, I don't know how much I could take. And it's like, the reasoning that me not knowing how much I can take is causing me to really just be in my head too much. It's causing me to really get to the point where I don't know what to do next. Because I never dealt with this before. And me trying to dive all the way into it, it's like, okay, bro. You, you, you can try, but that don't mean you're going to make it out. For instance, that's like me. I can't really swim like that. I can swim a little bit. I can get to point A to point B. But it's like for me, I'm not jumping in the ocean. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> that's so good. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> because I'm trying to tell you, if I jump in the ocean where it's limitless, the joint is deep, you feel me? From, from, from my knowledge, it... That joint don't stop, you know what I mean? Yo. So, <laughs> so if I jump in the ocean and I think that I'm about to be able to swim and do this and that, and do all, I'm like, bro, look, you never experienced this before. Mm. So my thing is like, bro, you better tread lightly. And then, yo, that's yo, good, bro. I'm especially, especially with lust, bro. Like, son, you talking about feel the urge. There's no way that you about to be mid, you feel me, doing your thing. And think that you about to just do it and then just pull back. Oh, I'm not doing it, no. bro. It don't work like that, bro. Mm -hmm. It don't yo, work like that. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I don't want to be too explicit on here, but it, yo, I legit, I mean, no, I mean, just like Danny said, I don't want to even go there. We just going to say, <laughs> yeah, man, you just stay away from it, bro. You just stay away. Because it's a thing, like he said, bro, if you, imagine Young is telling you, you never got in the ocean before ever. That was so good. I swear I was about to say that. When he said that, I'm like, <laughs> thank you, bro. Imagine niggas never swim before ever, ever. Of course, babies can swim. That's we're not talking about that. So whatever. Imagine you feel me. This is a different world. Imagine a bird. Oh my gosh! Here we go. A bird drowned in, in my pool like two weeks ago. Yeah, that bird has never gotten in the water before, ever. Imagine niggas say, "Hey, go ahead, jump in that water, bro. Go ahead and feel that, and you're gonna be good after." No, 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 no. That's not how that. I, I can't go like that. It can't go like that. It has to be some type of restriction, some type of knowledge, some type of understanding of how to maneuver around this thing or how to, or how to maneuver through this thing. You're not going to tell a nigga, you're not going to tell a bird, clearly, you're not going to tell a bird to just 
jumping in a, in a, in a water that never swim and never swam before. Birds don't swim. I <laughs> think was in the pool dead because he never he was there before. He didn't know how to maneuver out of that situation, so now that bird is dead in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. So the whole like feel the urges that get, but it's like you gotta you gotta coach him up or sound like you from you gotta it gotta be a thing where it's like I don't know, man. Just don't get too deep, like Danny said. It's right. cool to stay for the urge, but don't get too deep. All right. So, first of all, y'all, y'all, I really love you guys, man. <laughs> like I'm over here jumping and shouting, like yes, yes, yes. That's exactly. That's, that is exactly right. Which, what, what you, everything you guys just said. God bless y'all, man. Um, but just to put just to put everything into context, because I know we are harping on. You know, feeling the urges robs them of their power. So I'm looking at, when I heard the statement too, I also was like, what the hell is De Devin talking about? Um, but then I remembered before he got to that point, I mean, there's context, right? So let's just put this into proper context. To, <clears throat> to break this down, lack of acknowledgement breeds fear. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you don't acknowledge that you have an issue, you then become afraid of that issue. Right now, what is what comes after that? Fear then breeds um, suppression and or denial. Right, because you're afraid of the issue, you are going to be in denial of the fact that listen, my brother or sister, you have an issue. Then, as a as a, as a result of that, um, I think that's why Devin got to that place where he yeah. said, once you allow yourself to feel those urges then you can carry out a plan or or formulate a plan that will allow you to be become in control of those urges however you can't get to that place if you pretend as if those urges don't exist he even talked about how <clears throat> he even talked about how like in the church the church doesn't do a good enough job actually the church doesn't do a job at all in terms of um allowing transparency and openness especially when it comes to the men right talking about masturbation, talking about pornography and all the things that come with that. The church doesn't do enough to talk about that. They just say, don't do it. That's it. Stop that. <laughs> right. There's never, there's never an open discussion as in like, what do we do? What, how, how do we know how to handle and or manage this sort of issue? Because if, you know, in most men's life, that pornography and masturbation is an issue. And out of that issue comes a whole host of issues that we don't even foresee when we first encounter those problems. So, just to put it in context, what he was saying was, if you don't acknowledge something, the issue, um, um, you then, you, you open a door for fear. And then once you become afraid of something, you're not, you're less likely to um, be open about it. You're going to live in denial. And then after that, uh, it's a whole bunch of, it's a, it's a whole lifetime of issues. So now that I put it in context. Yeah. Context is important. Sorry, <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. Sorry, yeah. Bro. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on, bro. Because yeah. when I tell well, yeah, when I tell you that is facts, bro, like you don't know you you're not gonna know what you're dealing with until you feel it or you give it some type of acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. And if you're just ignoring it and you're just allowing it to run rapid, bro, it's over. You're going to deal with whatever that thing is for as long as as long as you don't confront it, as long as you don't acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. And this is, I'm trying to tell you about the stuff that I talk about, the stuff that I live. It's like once I got to the point where I was able to confront some of the issues, once I got to the point where I wasn't scared to confront it. But you understand, like, you know how, I don't know if y'all ever had, like, those dreams where, like, you have, like, legit, bro. And this is the thing, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to scare nobody. I don't want to say anything that might, you know, sound real crazy. But, bro, like, you ever have one of those dreams where it's, like, in, in the middle of the dream, you having like sex with something like you're having sex with somebody. One of them joints is demons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, wait, yo, no, no, there's literally like names for them. Wait, wait, but 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 that's the thing. It's like, bro, I was scared to confront that because it's like I'm like, bro, like I know I I know it's happening. Yeah. But it's like I was scared to acknowledge it. I was scared to really say like, bro, this is something that is real in my life. And my thing, bro, like we we got to stop playing with our life. Yeah. Why to stop playing with our life? Because these things are real. 
And the more that we don't acknowledge it, the more power it will have on our lives. So it was like, for me, bro, when, when I really got to that point, I'm, bro, and it's crazy because, like, I, re- I legit remember the last one that I had, bro. And I remember when I had that, bro, I literally sat there in my room when I was at school, bro, and I was up for, like, three hours. It happened, like, like in the middle of the night, bro. You understand? I woke up. I'm like, bro, what is going on? Like, that drum right there changed. Like, when that happened, it changed so much for me. And I don't know why that situation was what it took because like it it had happened before but i never confronted it but this time bro as soon as it happened bro i woke up i turned that gospel music all the way up and i started praying mm. i started praying i started praying i started praying against it because it's like bro this is not how i want my life to be mm. this is not what i want in my life i don't want to i don't want to deal with this stuff. i don't want to allow these things to come into my life so it's like yo i need to do what is necessary to make sure this never comes back <clears throat> So it's like, I'm trying to tell you, bro, like, it's real. It's real. I experienced it. You feel me? I experienced it. So can't nobody tell me it's not real. It's real. So it's like, bro, we, we got to acknowledge it. Because if you don't acknowledge it, it's going to keep coming back. It's going to keep coming back. It's going to keep coming back. And you're not going to be able to deal with it. Yeah, I think um, I think along with, like, I don't know if I would say I completely agree with the, the, the like, feel it and they'll relinquish the power thing. I mean, I, I guess I, I kind of do, whatever. But I think along with um, feeling it, I think it's good to, like, um, like expose it to other people. Not, not that sounds like you're talking about a virus. But, um, like, expose it in a sense of, like, telling other people about it. Because I think sometimes, like, I think our walk with God and just life in general is better with people. It's better to get done, things done with people. Assignments are easier when I have a, a group or, you know, so <clears throat> so considering like this topic is like sometimes I feel like like if you got if you struggle with with a certain thing and you and you let one of the homies know, hey, bro, be praying for me because I'm dealing with X, Y, Z. So now it's like for me, sometimes I, I think I'd be like, all right, this nigga's on my team now. So it's it's more of a thing. Of course, Jesus is enough for me to like. All right, let me stop doing it. But sometimes, like when it's like an actual, I'm saying one of the homies, like an actual person, is like, damn, I just told brother pray for me about this. I can't let him down now. Although it's for me, it's for me. Of course, it's for me at first. But then it's like, yeah, I can't just be out here being a hypocrite and telling niggas to pray for me and coming back and doing the same thing. Going outside, pray for me. Come back doing the same thing. It's like, yo, bro. At one point, it has to get to. to is I think that puts a, a level of like, dang, I can't let this dude down or I can't let this girl down because I told him to pray for me about it. I don't want to have them wasting their prayers because faithful without works is dead. You can pray, 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 pray. If I double back and do the same thing, there's no point of you praying for me no more because I clearly don't care enough. So for me, in my head, I don't, I don't want to have people praying in vain. You feel me? So that's that's one of the things I think is also important. Like, yeah, go ahead and, and, and share that with, with somebody. Like, let let people hold you accountable for you know whatever the case is that you're dealing with excuse me uh but yeah i think that's good i i, I definitely agree with uh with um what dan was saying for sure like you gotta you gotta you gotta get serious and right it was a time where youngest was dealing with that first of all it's called those are actually like demons it's called incubus and succubus if you google it it tell you all about it but um just say it, again. Just say it one more time incubus and succubus I tell you all about it. I don't really know how to spell it. I think it's I and then whatever. I don't know how to spell it. But Google will lead you there. Um, but yeah, bro, bro. It used to be a time son when niggas was dealing with that joint. Yo, bro, don't even get me started on that. I just know one day I woke up like, yo, God, that's it. It's over. I don't want it. No, I'm like, yo, bro, this ain't finna happen no more, bro. I don't want this to happen. I used to wake up mad, punching my pillow, like, yo, what the? Son, I was, yo. But Jesus dealt with me dealt with it and you feel me now we in a building like bro i feel like and that's the thing i feel like like i don't know but when that happened when i woke up bro i was literally like i was petrified bro. yes it's scary as hell bro yeah like, yo what just happened bro Johnny's crazy real crazy yeah you know i don't know if this is necessary for me to say or not um, go ahead say it <laughs> but it, so to go back to what we said, like I, I was saying about telling people, you got to make sure you're also telling the right people about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell somebody, and because 
that person's like goal or like their walk isn't, you know, going to the same direction yours is, that could be like useless. So then it'll be like, almost because, all right, so for example, this has been the thing that's been happening to me for mad long. Like, it, it don't happen no more prior, like, it's been like years. But like, bro, when I was in high school, this only thing happened. Me and, I, me and one of the homies, I don't even want to call this nigga the homie. Me and somebody that I went to high school with, I'm just saying, we used to be talking about a joint and jokingly, like, laughing about it. Like, yo, bro, I did it. And it's like, yo, nigga, what? Literally, like, not knowing what this was that niggas was playing with. So I think it's important to have people around you. That's, like, that's why I was saying with the whole, like, like feel it. It's cool, but it's like, you got to have a plan. I can't just feel this. Thing. I can't just go about it and just, oh, yeah, feel it. Like, no, it got to be a plan. That's why the context for that was good because it's like, now that I... No, I can deal with it. But even in knowing now, I have to know where to go to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, all right, yeah, now nah, I know. So let, let me just talk to this. Because no, it's certain niggas that's going to amplify that thing instead of decreasing it. You feel me? So it, it's, it's important to know who to talk to, you know, what, what to do once you get gain that information on, like, what you're dealing with. Um, it's important to really know where to go after that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and it's, you know, God bless you because you actually – transition into what we were going to end it in the uh pod thank with as far as you're like, <laughs> you transitioning into what we're going to end with the, when what we're going to end the pod with as far as like talking about how to deal with it so like you just said you don't want to try to embrace the urge without having a proper plan in place that's that's exactly what you said is exactly what Devin said in the book as well um and he actually gave us some 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 advice like he gave some practical tips now, some of these may not work, some may work, but there are just some practical tips. And I just wanted to, I wanted to bring up like one or two of them to see what y'all thought. Uh, <laughs> one of them was channel that sexual energy into creative energy. Yo, bro, <laughs> it be times today on this, no, I'm not saying like it happened today, but like in this life right now, this 2020, but it has been times where I'll be in my room and I be on my phone like, yo, bro, all right, put the phone down, go outside. Like, sporadically, I got to get up and move because it's like, yo, if I don't and, and, I, and I dwell in this place for any longer, bro, I'm going to start doing stuff I need to be doing, looking at stuff I need to be looking at, and then I'm going to be mad at myself later on. Like, nigga, just save yourself all of that. Save yourself all of this. Get out the house. Sometimes I just want to put myself in, in a position where I can't do that or I can't look at porn or I can't, you feel me? I'll just go for a drive. Who's gonna be watching horn when they drive? You can't do that while you're driving. I just put myself in a, put myself in a position where <laughs> I put myself in a position where I literally can't do it. I'll go for a drive or I'll leave my phone in the crib and, and walk around. It's no, you can't do it then. Sometimes, bro, Matthew Stevenson says something this I said this day, this is one of the most profound things I ever heard. There has to be a season sometimes where you gotta be mad extreme. Like niggas gonna look at you, dang bro, why you no, I don't care. I have to do this. I have to. A girl coming in a party with 11 on, hey, bro, I'm going home. What you mean? It's like, it's, it ain't, no, bro, I have to do it. Sometimes you got to be mad extreme, and it's like, yo, especially when, like, you know the calling on your life, and you know certain things that you struggle with, right? It's like, bro, what, am I going to play around and potentially slip up here, or am I going to be the most extreme nigga in the building and leave? I could leave right now. There's nothing that's holding me from leaving. I could just leave this place or leave my phone here. Whatever the case is. So I think sometimes for me, bruh, get up, go listen to some music, go pray real quick. Something has to happen in that moment because it's like I learned, like if you dwell there, niggas would try like if you dwell there, man, it's it's a terrible, it's a terrible end every time. You feel me? So I know one thing about that is so first of all. I feel like that whole creative, like taking that energy and turning it into creative energy, bro, that is literally the story of my life. <laughs> like, bro, I would never forget this day, bro. I would never forget this day. I was in my dorm at Rutgers, right? And it was snowing outside, you feel me? But I'm talking about, it's like, it was probably like 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 12, like 12 a.m. Bro, it's snowing outside. I'm in my room. I'm scrolling through my phone. I'm on. I'm on dummy time, bro. Like I'm talking about. I'm. Do, I'm. I'm on Twitter. You know how yo before before New Year Twitter used to be wild. Yeah, bro. it used to be wild on Twitter. Yeah. So you yeah. just scroll innocently and you'll see something. Like, hold on, what was that? 
What was that? You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm scrolling on Twitter. I'm looking, I'm looking, and then I end up on, I end up on some random page. I'm like, bro, no, legit. I put my phone down. I left it in my apartment. I grabbed my camera and I took pictures outside. Oh, photography. I'm like, bro, I'm, you, I'm like, yo, this cannot happen, bro. Like this, like, this joke cannot happen. And then through that, it's like, I mean, the pictures I took was fire. You know, but it's just the fact that, like, me. Me, me changing that energy from that that nonsense to something more positive, like bro, like I, I became more creative. You feel me? And then on top of that is like one of the, another point that they all was saying is okay, bro. How can you how can you go to somebody that's dealing with the same thing that you're dealing with? Mm. Like how 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 can that happen? You like, talking about like accountability wise, like exactly yes. Okay. So if if I'm dealing with if I'm dealing with lust, if I'm dealing with jealousy, if I'm dealing with all all these other issues, and I'm going to somebody that's dealing with the same thing, how am I gonna get help? <laughs> how is that possible? So this is why what Sam was saying: you have to know who you're getting advice to. You have to know who you're talking to. You have to know who you are telling these things, because if you're talking to somebody that's dealing with the same thing that you're dealing with, they're gonna brush you off and like it don't matter. Like I'm trying to tell you, if you, if if you're dealing with drinking too much alcohol, right? But you're telling your boys, but your boys be they be lit all the time. It's like, yo, how how is that gonna help you? How how is that gonna help you overcome your issues? So you have to be, you have to know who you're going to your issues about because some people are gonna steer you the wrong way, and some people are just gonna throw you away and just make you continue to do the things that continue to do the things that you was doing. So, gotta know your personnel. Yeah, I, I think that I think that goes back. I'm sorry, you about to say something? No, go ahead, go ahead. Go oh, ahead, go ahead. I, I think I go back to what I was saying uh, last time about like making it a, a enemy. You feel me? I think you have to find someone who's made that thing an enemy. Like, oh, it's like I and I don't really want to say it's impossible to get help from somebody that's dealing with it too, because kind of like it's it could be like a like a teammate like sharing type of thing. Hey, bro. I did this to get over this. Maybe you should try it. Or I've been doing this to battle this thing. Maybe you should try it. But it, that only comes when you know a nigga made it an enemy also. Like, if this is somebody that's playing around and flailing, like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Now you good, bro. I like, know. All right, well, excuse me. Watch out, bro. I don't need to talk to you, buddy, because you're not helping this at all. Yeah. But if, when you see somebody who's made it an enemy, oh, okay, I can learn from this person. He's... Made up his mind. He don't want nothing to do with this thing no more. She made up her mind. She don't want nothing to do with this no more. All right, this is the company I need to be around. It's going forward. Instead of just finding somebody and just, just to talk. Like, no. That's not, no. Terrible. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. 100%. Um, we talk about accountability all the time. There's proper accountability and then there's improper accountability. And you guys, you guys definitely touched on both. Improper accountability, you pretty much... You're looking for someone to, I guess, make you feel good or make you feel better about the fact that you are suffering or you are struggling with a certain kind of sin or whatever the case is, as opposed to trying to get actual help. And I think another note about that accountability thing is like, if you if you talk to someone that you know has made, like you said, has made that sin an enemy, that person has made a conscious decision that everything that I do from this day forward is going to guarantee me a seat in heaven, right? A spot right. in heaven, right? And as a result, part of the part of that mission is to take the next person that they can along with them. And if you opening up yourself as a true Christian should, you open up yourself to someone that's really, really serious about their faith, they're gonna do everything in their power to try to make sure you don't stumble again. And I think Sometimes we become afraid that we are going to be a burden on some one individual or another, and that that holds us back. Nah, we should always like leaning on people is is a lost art. I feel like. What do you What do you guys think? Like trusting people and leaning on people is a lot. What do y'all think about that, bro? That's so true. That's we're gonna need an episode about that. We we need to have because my thing, bro. There, there was a time in my life where I thought I could do everything by myself, and that that time I wasn't listening to nobody. I wasn't taking advice from nobody. I wasn't paying attention to what anybody else was telling me. I wanted to do mm. things my way and my way only. Mm. And doing that led to a lot of bad things. Mm. It led to me 
not really understanding how to just talk to other people, not understanding how to show compassion for other people because I was in my own, I was in my own world. Like it was my world or my world only. Couldn't nobody tell me anything. And I didn't allow other people to really come into my life and tell me the things that I needed to hear and me actually take heed to it. So it was like, I thought I was smarter than what I was. And when I started to dumb myself down a little bit and actually understand that like you, you're not as intelligent as you think. So once I started doing that, I really started to humble myself, understand like, bro, there's a lot of things that you don't know. Like there is a lot of things in this life that, that you have knowledge about, but then again, there's, there's a whole nother, like I, I don't know. The things that I know doesn't compare to the things that I don't know. So my thing is, as long as that is a thing, continue to humble yourself and try to learn. Because if you're, if you think that you just up here and you know all this stuff, bro, like and you, and you're not opening, you're not open to listening to other people, people that might have knowledge that you don't. It's like you just become, you become an intelligent fool. <laughs> and it's like once you have that label on your name, people don't want to hear about you. You feel me? So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just to give my own example of how I channel that sexual energy. So when I, whenever I feel urges, thank God for Planet Fitness. And I know y'all don't like Planet Fitness. Boo-boo gym. It's, it's literally... <laughs> Boo-boo gym. It's, it's literally 10 steps away from my house, bro. Not 10 steps. Not literally either. But it's right down the block. <laughs> it's right down the block, dog. And it's a 24-hour gym. And y'all know... When it hits like seven, eight, nine o'clock, all the way to like five a.m. Basically, that's when the mind starts working against you and whatnot, bro. I go in there, I bang out like five or six miles on the treadmill, and I'm good. That's a great thing. Just tie yourself out. I don't, I don't have energy. Exactly. I, I don't want to look at that stuff. I'm just go to sleep. I'm just going to just sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> so that's that's how I deal with it. And obviously, I got you know photography and all this other stuff that I got going on to kind of like uh, channel into that. But just just to do one more point before we get out of there, before we get out of here, sorry. Um, he talks about putting down the pornography. And this is something that kind of like struck me a little bit, right? Because he said that people that struggle with pornography um, increase their, the chances of being uh, less than satisfying in bed with their spouse. Yo, bro, bro. And the reason why this is because, you know, I, there's no lying. I can't lie right now. I will not lie to anybody that is listening. Bruh, that joint is so true, son. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy how before I was so afraid to talk about the issue. But I never, this is the first time I'm ever talking about it. Wow. I used to be so afraid to talk about the issue. Oh, I don't want this person looking at me this way. I don't want that. Like, bro, it is real. It is a real thing, and you have to put it down. I'm trying to tell you, if you don't put it down, you will consistently compare whoever you are with to the things that you are seeing that is not real. Hey, brother, man, is talking to y'all. No, facts. Yo, put it down. because, And then again, bro, like you're literally looking at a screen. Like you're doing things like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure anytime that that post that post depression after is yo come on you're gonna feel dumb you're gonna feel dumb when you're done so it's not is not worth it bro it is not worth it it's, it's probably one of the worst feelings ever and I'm trying to tell you bro <laughs> this is why it's so funny to me bro because this is something that I never I never tried to own up like really own up to it and confront it but it's like, it's real, bro. It's real. It is real. It is so freaking real, bro. <laughs> bro that joint, honestly, bro, that man was, that's Devin, you a. I ain't really agree with you on the last one, but right here, we at least seeing eye to eye, my brother. We on the same page. Son, that joint really puts a, a uh, expectation on sex that may not happen. You may never experience it like that. So it's like if I don't so in your mind, right, if I see a thing over and over and over again, over and over and watching it every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, I now think, okay, boom. When it's time to go down, it's gonna go down like this. And then if it don't, it's like, hold on. I don't remember this part. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on, this don't really look familiar. Like, 
that joint don't it don't benefit you in no type of way, bro. Like there's no benefit to porn. Oh my gosh, bro, there's no benefit. What's the benefit? What's the benefit? There's no benefit to it, bro. There's no benefit. That joint really will ruin, like son. Yeah. No, bro. That joint is terrible, bro. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll share a story. I remember, like, my first sexual experience. I lost my virginity. Oh, that's what we doing? Go ahead, gangster. Yeah, we, 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 we might as well. <laughs> we might as well. You feel me? Um, I lost my virginity when I was 18. And before that, I had already started watching porn for maybe a year or two. Right? And just from what I heard, forget about, forget about even before I started watching porn. My, some of the people I knew, they were already having sex when they were, like, 13, 14, 15. Word, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so just 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 painting the picture right now. So they're already having sex. They're talking about it. And obviously, um, sex is like, you know, it's the big thing. It's kind of like, you know, when, when Michael Jackson was super popular, everybody talked about Michael Jackson. Same thing happened with sex. Like, Yo. <laughs> it feels like when you get a when you get to a certain age as a youngin, sex is the most popular thing on, the, on, on in, in the whole in your whole world. So as a result, you're hearing about it. You're hearing everyone's experiences. You're just like, dang, this must be really, really cool. And then you start and then enter pornography, right? Are you watching porn? Are you watching porn? And for me, watching porn raised my expectations of what sex would be like. It raised, like, first of all, it was like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. It almost like taught me in a sense. <laughs> and then it also made me think about, all right, if I'm going to, like, when I do this with a woman, this is what I should expect. Then I finally did it. And bro, when I tell you I was so goddamn disappointed. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I cannot believe I lost my virginity for this. Like, what is this? And you can't get this. You can't get no refunds. You can't take that back. You can't go back and be like, oh, let me let me try this again. Let me have my virginity. So it's like for me, I totally get it. Now you take that, and I'm just talking about an experience that I had when I was 18. You take that and now. Some people don't get married to like, let's just say age range 27 to 34, give or take, right? That's damn near 26 plus years of expectations built up in your head of the sexual experience that your spouse is going to is supposed to provide to you. Yo, that's yeah, that's a destructive path. That's scary. That's Bro, scary. Imagine, imagine, I'm saying, you what? You watching porn for 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 however long, 10, 15 years. I'm saying, and then I I don't know how like likely this is, but this is just my scenario. So boom, 10, 15 years, you watching porn, and your girl never watched porn before. Oh my! Never God. watched porn. So you coming in already with a with the bar set double what she could even think about. Mm. Oh my gosh! There's no way she's gonna be able to satisfy you. No way. Yeah. Because your mindset is already here. Like, it's all the way up, 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 up. So for her to even, like, it's, bro, you you putting your shorty at a disadvantage off the rip. Mm-hmm. And not, and even, like, a soft, well, yeah, because that, that was a question to put it down because it ruins, you know, potential marriages and everything like that. But, yeah, but that joint, man, it's no, it's no benefit to it, bro. It's no Danny, you got, some, you got something, Danny? Bro. <laughs> Danny was going through it. Because I'm trying to tell you, but I'm gonna say the same is don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. And I'm trying it's not worth it, bro. It's such an expectation that isn't real. A lot, bro, these are literally actors, bro. Like the the stuff that bro. Is, like the stuff that you see, bro, like oh my God. <laughs> yo. Like they are they are professionals at acting at this stuff, bro. Danny. I'm trying to tell you, you gotta yeah, you not them. We're not about to be, it's just not going to happen. The stuff that you see, you can't, bruh. Oh, shit. No, bruh. I'm sorry. Like, it's, it's not going to work. It's not going to turn out the way that you think it's going to turn out just, just because you watch something. It's not going to work like that. Bro, I'm proud of you, bruh. Right? Bro, for real. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm trying to tell you, yo, don't watch it. <laughs> Imagine what? That's like niggas. <laughs> that's like niggas watching a uh, 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 Bruce Lee movie and he fighting. And you go outside and you think you finna fight like that just because you done seen the nigga do it in, in, in the thing. No, that's not how it's gonna go. This is an act. These niggas is acting. It's an act. And you gonna go and, and place this on your mind as this. This is how it's supposed to go. You go outside and you get beat up. 
because you think you Bruce Lee. That's what's gonna happen in porn. You you go you go have sex, and that's gonna be terrible because you think you one of these actors on these joints. And mind you, even with that, bro. Everybody can't shoot like Steph Curry just because they see Steph Curry shoot. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You know, you know what? We gonna edit on that though, bro. Um, hey, Eddie, I got some words for y'all before we end it. You feel me? I'm gonna leave y'all with a nice, a nice little Bible verse. And what we have is, "Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body." Proverbs sixteen. 24. So use those kind words, you feel me? Pour into people's lives, bless their lives, pray for them, adore them, whatever you got to do, just make sure that the people around you are feeling good. It's very good, bro. Um, appreciate y'all for listening. We love you guys. Love y'all, man. For real, this was Hey, mad. hey, okay. hey. Before we go, don't forget, don't let the hood change you. Change the hood, baby. I said, you hear me? All right now.